Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Parents and Tools podcast with me, Jason. And I'm Jordan. This is the podcast where myself and Jason talk about what's gone on in the last... <laughs> what's gone on? What's happened? I, mean, I can't tell you. <laughs> Um, in our lives as, as parents and dads. Sounded like a question. <laughs> well, Jace, every now and again I start off a little bit fuming. Bit of fumes. And I am fuming. You're fuming? I'm fuming. I love that. <laughs> so today <laughs> I was uh, I was judged. Prejudged. Oh. I went to, uh, I'm not going to sh- shame anyone. But I went to a hardware store, DIY store. Oh, of the many in the UK? Yep. Not the one you're all thinking of. Oh, which one am I thinking of? The big one. The big orange one. It wasn't B&Q. I went to a, diff- <laughs> I went to a different one. And um, I went there for wallpaper paste. Nice. So I knew what I was looking for. Not a particularly specialist item. And uh, do you know when they've got like the big words in shops that like... The above the- <laughs> Yep. The signs. <laughs> That tell you what everything is. I'm looking and I'm seeing painting, I'm seeing electrical, I'm seeing timber, all that kind of stuff, but nothing like decorating outside of painting. Yeah. So I went to the paint stuff. Of course it wasn't there. I knew it wouldn't be there. So I went to the desk, said, excuse me, have you got wallpaper paste? And she said, what is this, 1925? Yeah. Who wallpapers? (laughs) Exactly. I just want to say, it's it's lining. So I'm going to paint over it. Not wallpapering because I'm not old. And uh, so... Guy said, yeah, yeah, it's over here. So as he was taking me over, I looked up. There was no sign. Yeah. There was no floating word. So I felt justified. So I, I picked up my wallpaper paste, took it to the cashier desk. And he went to me, first time papering? And I just thought, what, what about my appearance <laughs> makes you think I've not done papering before? Have you done papering before? No. <laughs> so, he was bang on. I was seen, but still, I just thought, I do DIY. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know enough about wallpapering to know what tools you would need to carry into that place. He must have looked at my, my tiny child fingers <laughs> and gone, that guy has not done a day of work in his life. It was lady hands. Those hands are too small to yeah. wallpaper it. Yeah, they're too, they've never lifted a trowel. <laughs> so yeah, he was bang on, but I felt very judged. Ah, uh, I it's the worst when like you're going around the shop or going around Aldi specifically. Love and, Aldi. Uh, 
I often take my daughter to Aldi and all the looks you get from old women. Yeah. Going, oh, you're doing well as a dad. I'm like, of course I am. Yeah. <laughs> She's dressed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jordan, I've had a, a, a stinker this week. Yeah? Yeah. Absolute stinker. What In what sense? No, is that the, uh, the Rodneys? The Derricks? Yeah. She's been, had the Rodneys and Derricks at the other end. Oh, it's been full trust of family. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Uncle Albert's yeah, there as well. Yeah, they're around. It's extended family. <laughs> um, Thursday night, uh, Noah's very unwell. Oh, no. Uh, you don't get a lot of sleep when your kids are what unwell. What day is it? It's Monday. It's Monday. And she's been unwell the whole time. So we went to the doctors on Friday. She was still ill on Sunday. And they said, if it gets worse, go to A&E. And so we ended up in A&E on Sunday night. And uh, she's still not, still not well. However... She's in the stage where she's just really tired. Mm. And so today, my wife discovered that um, you can put headphones on a toddler. Yep. Yeah, with a laptop. <laughs> you never done that in the car or? No. And I now think how foolish we were. Yeah. We have found a great tip. Headphones on, iPad or laptop, and you just get peace. Yeah. We started watching Ted Lasso <laughs> while she was watching Cocomelon. <laughs> how long for that was about half an episode yeah, yeah. okay it's like a responsible 20 minutes. amount yeah <laughs> it was far too we much got, than we should have done we got through a whole series <laughs> <laughs> it's great yeah yeah we that's a good one for traveling headphones in the back of the car headphones in the back of the car that's a great shout yeah that's a good one i was uh so before i did my wallpapering i say okay this isn't this isn't gonna help me before i asked my dad to come round. <laughs> And do the and do the wallpapering. So that person at that uh, DIY shop was indeed. Oh, mate, he was bang on. <laughs> he, do you know what he was spot on? And um, I was sanding down the walls, and it got to a point where I just thought I can't be bothered. So I got my electric sander out, and um, our son showed up at the door for the bathroom. Yeah, with headphones on, and he went. Uh, this is after I finished. He went, Daddy, thank you for stopping making that really loud noise. I had to get my headphones out. Wasn't plugged into anything. <laughs> he was just swinging the cord. So he just ear sat defenders. there, ear defenders. Yeah, he had enough. Oh, George, we have had a message on the hair saga. Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> Listen to cast your mind back to. Was it last episode? Yeah. Well, we had a messenger from an auntie, an auntie, an auntie. auntie. Gosh, auntie. you're not. You're northern now. Auntie, auntie, auntie. Wit. <laughs> What was the message? So Whitney commented on TikTok saying that her uh, her niece liked twiddling her mum's hair so much that they gave her a piece of hair extension to go sleep with. We asked the question, what was it made of? Yeah. And, and then we've had a message from, this is the mum. The mum has been on. Or may I rephrase, the mom. The mom. M-O-M. <laughs> I just can't believe that this saga has extended. Mom of the oh, hair loving kid see here. what you've done there. Extended, come on. I didn't even mean to, look at that. It's just natural. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's done it again. <laughs> Mum of the hair-loving kid here. It was human hair. Human that hair. That makes it creepier. A little bit. That's a... Which, um, who's human? Which one? <laughs> Which Someone one? else. <laughs> Let's just put, when your kid is ripping your hair out at night, you got to do what you got to do. I agree. So has she taken somebody else's real hair? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think forcefully. <laughs> While they're sleeping. <laughs> so, thank you, uh, Olivia. That's the mom. That's uh, the clarification that honestly I didn't need. 
<laughs> I still want clarification though. Do Claire Who's sell that? fake tattoos? Can we get Claire on? Yeah. Is she alive? How how old is the business? Claire's accessories owned by Tony. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's a bloke. Uh, Joel, I want to give you a quick update. Please do. On pajama time. Yeah. I think a few weeks ago I mentioned that I've been tricking my child into getting dressed. Uh, with the, the like fake. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it was going strong. It was going really strong. My, my daughter doesn't like to put clothes on after the bath. She wants to stay in naked time and dance the night away. However, I then started saying, oh, do you know what? Trying to pretending to put her clothes on, like her trousers on my head. Going, is this is this how it works, Noah? And she hates incompetence. Yeah. And she'd be like, no, daddy, this is how you put your trousers on. And she, she'd get dressed until the other night. Oh, gosh. I um, went to do it. And, oh, no, is this how you put your trousers on? And she looked at me and she smiled and she went, yeah. <laughs> Called your bluff. Called my bluff. So what did you do? I had nothing else to do. I sat there with trousers on my head. <laughs> hoping that she would just like the incredulity. Oh, wow. Yeah. Goodness me. She eventually got dressed. Yeah. When <laughs> she was freezing. Yeah. Two in the morning. But, that, but I've kind of evolved now into, can you show me how this works? And that's yeah. working at the moment. And yeah. she's going, silly daddy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So is that a one-time thing or is... It's worked so far for a few nights. Yeah. But I, I think the game's going to be up soon. I'm going to need some better tactics to get my door dressed. Yeah. Well, do you know how we had like a few days of warm weather yeah. recently? Uh, my little boy wanted to wear shorts, like short pyjamas, yeah. shorts and t-shirts bed. We were like, no, come on. It's it's going to be cold. No, no, I'm, I'm okay. Because it, it was warm. It was warm. Middle of the night, he wakes up. I want different pyjamas on. <laughs> like, I told you. I told you, you'd be too cold. Use my wisdom. <laughs> Use my wisdom. <laughs> um, I, a, th- a thing happened to me today. I've just, uh, I've just thought of this, uh-huh. um, which sums up parenting. Do you know when we say like, kids do like the worst things, which is just yeah. really annoying, but they don't know what they're doing. So my one and a half year old, um, our son was in the bath this morning because he went to bed a bit later last night. We were out, so he skipped bath time. So he was in the bath this morning. I said, right, you have a bath. When you're done, I'll have a shower. So I walk in with a towel for me, place that on the toilet seat. I have a towel for him. I said, right, jump up. And he did. As I'm picking him up out of the bath, I see the towel that I'd put on the toilet seat. Yeah. Just fall into the bath. <laughs> I, it's out of the corner of my eye. I'm thinking, what's, I didn't think it was a towel. I'm thinking, what's this? I look and my one, one-year-old is there. Oh, that's brilliant. She's just thrown the towel in the bath. And I'm just like, I was fuming. I was like, why? Why, why have you done that? Like, what, what in your mind <laughs> thinks... Towels dry things that would dry up the bath. But it, Could be. Yeah, this, this thing needs to be in there. Yeah. I, I just didn't understand it at all. So um, I let myself down. Oh, no. I told her to go away. Oh, no. And do you know what she did? She just went away. Oh. Which was worse. <laughs> Worse than a putting up a fight, she just looked at me and turned round. And I was just like, oh, I didn't mean it. Come back. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like Rose at the end of Titanic. She's like, come back. <laughs> I just wanted to come back. <laughs> so yeah, that was, uh, oh man. So I had to get a different towel and oh, pain. Man, not what you want. I had to dry myself with a hand towel. We've, all, we've all can, been there. Anything I could reach. <laughs> we've all been there. The flannel one's a bit more demoralising. 
Oh, John, we've got an incredible guest for today's oh, episode. I enjoyed this so I much. Really enjoyed this. We have Mark Ritchie. Really enjoyed this. Let's uh, crack on. Let's jump in. So, welcome to the podcast, Mark. Mark, thank you for thank you for coming. Great to be here. Great. Yes, that's <laughs> my Scottish accent. I mean, I've literally been talking for two seconds, and he's straight <laughs> in. Wow, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> Straight into insulting the guests. I'm so, yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, Mark, for the listeners, can you tell us who you are and what have you got? What have I got? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a great question. Um, so my name is Mark and I'm married to Tamsin. I've got two kids, um, but they're a little bit grown up now. So I've been listening to your podcast. You sound great, guys. Yeah. Oh, you much. sound knackered as well. <laughs> both of you. <laughs> you sound like you definitely do have kids. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're thinking, oh, he sounds a bit tired today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's real. This is true. So my kids are a little bit older. And then, yeah. Do you want to know more about um, what I do and what I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've I've got a bit of a weird job. I'm basically go around the country um, doing one-man shows that's a lot of humor, a lot of comedy, a lot of fun, um, but also weaving like a message about God. So I do it at the Edinburgh Fringe and I do it at lots of other places as well. So it's kind of quite an unusual job. It's very difficult to put in a form. <laughs> Try and put that in a form. What do you go for? I Like sometimes I just put Minister of Religion because I just <laughs> cannot be bothered. I can't be bothered explaining to you what I do as a job. <laughs> oh, amazing. So you've done, you've done the Fringe. Yeah. That's oh, so cool. That's amazing. Is that something that like you kind of grew up like dreaming about? Like? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? When I was 15, so I come from a place called Musselborough, which is just outside Edinburgh. And basically I uh, I used to go up and see like comedians and I just heard them ripping like Christianity to shreds and I heard them like slagging off Jesus and all that stuff. And I just remember as a young lad saying, you know, I'm going to be on that stage one day and I'm I'm going to speak positively about Jesus and I'm, wow. I'm going to kind of like, yeah. So I, I've been doing it for the last five or six years and it's great. I mean, you get, you get heckled. <laughs> I don't, you can't get heckled on a podcast though, can you? <laughs> well, I started <laughs> we need, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did that. Straight away. <laughs> Straight in. Um, but you know, it's like um, when you get heckled, it's like, oh my goodness. It's like instant feedback. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not filling, they're not filling a form in. They're like giving you it straight back. But no, I love it. I love it. It's been a great experience. Yeah. Awesome. Because I mean, imagine as a comedian, like Edinburgh's like, the pinnacle of like yeah, performing yeah, yeah, then yeah. imagine also the nerves Is oh that- <laughs> well the very first time i did it i remember um i was backstage in this little back room and i was, I was terrified you know like it's packed and then um, my dad came and, and like found me and i was pacing up and down i was honestly really nervous and my dad went son what's wrong and i went oh dad there's loads of people out there and stuff he went yeah and they've all paid five quid. So you better get funny. That's what he said. So you better get funny. You're just like, thanks, Dad. That's a great. Thank you. Cheers, mate. <laughs> thanks for popping in. Thanks for the reassurance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A hug? No, 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 not a hug. Just you better get funny. Thanks. Good. Is there a, a particular heckle that has stuck with you? Oh, yeah, um, one it Like, so you get, like, abuse, right? You get people shouting out rubbish and you get people shouting out, like, slightly funny things. But this summer, um, somebody at the back just shouted out, always put a bit of salt in your pot noodle. That's what he <laughs> shouted. It's a bit of a life, I- a life tip. <laughs> 
I was like, I wasn't even talking about food or pot noodles. Like, okay. He's obviously got that burning inside him. He's just got that message and it needs to get out there. <laughs> he needs people to know about the song. Maybe he thought he was at the wrong show. Yeah, maybe he did. <laughs> he should have been at a cookery show. It's like, oh, no one understands a pot noodle. <laughs> Is there any, um, have you got any favourite comedians or particular inspirations? Oh, I totally love Kevin Bridges, Scottish oh, yeah. and very funny. I love, he's he kills me. He's very funny. And then I like and there's a guy that a lot of people that like do comedy really love, a guy called Daniel Kitson. And he, he's really funny because you can't get him on YouTube, you can't get him on TV. He's he's really just about the live show and he's really he's one of the best storytellers like I've ever heard. So I absolutely love him. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, smashing. And if you're listening and you don't know who Kevin Bridges is, give him a YouTube. He's done a thing with a about being stabbed for a pound. Oh, it's hilarious. Or avoiding being stabbed oh, yeah, for a yeah, quid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely hilarious. Give it a YouTube. Oh, it's so superb. Good. Superb. So good. Oh, Mark, so you've got older kids. Mm. What are some of the uh, the things that we've got to look forward to? <laughs> how, how old are they? So, yeah, my son's 26. 26. I mean, I'm looking at you guys. Your kids are young, aren't they? Very young. Very young. Yeah, yeah I'm loving sleep, by the way. <laughs> eight hours. I just got up this morning and I thought, oh, I could, I've actually slept too much. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's you guys are looking at me I, as if you want to kill you were, me. You were early coming here and I thought, <laughs> his, his kids are grown up. He's, he's got not a- got kids pulling at his trousers saying, See, daddy, don't go. Look how clean like- his trousers are. <laughs> I didn't know you were checking me out in that way, but thanks. <laughs> has he got clean trousers? His, his trousers are clean. Great. No, no, no. I um. So I think one of the things that I would say that is like really funny is, ah, uh, you know when like your kids are young and they're growing up, they they can hurt. Have you ever been hurt by your kid? Like, have you ever been physically hurt? I mean, yours are a little bit too little for that, are they? We recorded wow. what three weeks ago, and I had a swollen lip from the headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> Constant headbutting all the time. <laughs> so yeah. well, I used to do this thing where, where uh, my wife did not approve of this and she is going to listen to this. She's told me she is. So this is bad. I don't know why I'm doing it. But we used to do this thing called fight bonanzas, right? Fight bonanzas. My son, when he was little, <laughs> he used to love it. He's like, daddy, daddy, fight bonanza. And what that, a fight bonanza was like having a fight in every single room in the house, right? In the bathroom, in the bedroom, everywhere, in the loft. So it's quite, it's quite a long commitment. I mean, it's big. <laughs> when you're on a, it's like, do you know what I mean? You've got, to, you've got to like carve out some time for this. It's not, it's not a five minute job. And uh, honestly, one we're doing is fight bonanza. But we're in the kitchen. He was only little. He's probably like I don't know three or something. And he absolutely caught me right in the specials. Do you know what I mean? Right in the proper's. He really ah. <laughs> oh, and it, you know, it's like I crumpled. I was like down. He really just, like his fist, he just got me. And uh, I, I, like, I couldn't breathe for about 10 minutes. And like, you know, and then your wife comes in. I don't know if you've had this. Well, it's your own fault. You know what I mean? All that. Yeah, yeah, Quite yeah. Often. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to encourage him. He's have, you had, have you had any? What, any injuries? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the moment, Noah's got like talons on her. Oh. <laughs> and so she's just... Yeah, oh, just good go, scratch. Go for the scratch. Oh. And so it's, I wouldn't say it's funny, 
but it is. Um, my, my wife ends up getting the worst of it. Oh. Uh, for some reason, when she turns around, by the back of her neck. Just, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Um, oh. I got woken up in, well, I can't complain. My wife got woken up. Oh. But I, I was there, so. Uh, um, our little boy at the minute, he's coming into our room at like five in the morning. He's saying, mommy, can you come in my bed? And she just went, come in here. So he's between us, but he rolled over. Oh, full arm extension and I just said smack. slap on the back oh, of the side of her cheek oh. so I can't complain that it woke me up that's, oh that's, no, I don't think you that's should that's how be she got working <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should be like oh that's my sleep broken oh, well done oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> slap me in the face for me he's flat out he didn't have a clue he did it that's so I funny that. Noah's coming in our bed at the moment as well does, does yours ever like go horizontally and then yeah. just Kick and just yeah, trying yeah. to stretch out as much as possible. Yep. Using like your tummy to. I do you, totally do you remember love those it. days. Well, yeah, I was going to say, you talk about like your kids coming into bed with you. I mean, my, my son's 26. <laughs> it's like you, your son gets into bed. No, Jordan, go, go to your own bed. We've, we've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the sun comes up. <laughs> so, so they're 26 and. Uh, yeah, so Kezia's 24. Yeah, yeah. So Solid. Jordan and Kezia. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, yeah, Kezia just got married, like, recently. But I was just thinking when I was listening to you guys, I was thinking about when uh, Kezia was little, and um, I was shaving one morning. And this is, just, I mean, I know you guys are great at capturing those little moments, you know, that it's just so brilliant. And I listened to some of this stuff. It's so great. And uh, I was shaving, and Kezia came in, dragging the potty in with her into the toilet. <laughs> And then just sat down and she's just having a wee chatting away to me. So I'm shaving at the mirror and I can hear her chatting away and weeing. So as a little joke, I just went, oh, oh, is it raining? Is it raining? I can hear rain. Because, you know, she's having a tinkle. And she just went, oi, it'll be thundering in a minute. <laughs> I was like, wow. The, the comedy's already golden. It's like, wow. It'll be thundering in a minute. It's like, wow. <laughs> the rain. How so, old was she at this age? So, yeah, I, I don't know. She's like definitely. Uh, I don't. I can't even remember. It's just little. Yeah, yeah, yeah early twenties. Twenty one. <laughs> how? So how is that then? Thinking from her potty training to her getting married. I know. It's like, like. Well, that's the thing I'd say. Is that like? There's all these little moments that you just absolutely treasure because you just like it goes by so fast. I mean, right now, you guys, you know, you're hilarious about your kids and they're they're funny and very tiring and obviously challenging. But then before you know it, they're they're growing up and you're like, oh, my goodness. And it's it's just like taking that moment to just like think I've got to like value this. I've got to hold mm -hmm. this for a moment. You know what I mean? And uh, um, I, I wanted to kind of share this story about Kezia because I think sometimes as a dad, like you meet these guys. I've I've never been fully this guy, but you know these dads that are like you know you kind of always got to show your kids you're always right and you're in charge and you're you know and there's an element where of course somebody's got to be the adult. Of me. You can't we can't just feel <laughs> like, like Bonanza tells yeah. me. Bonanza <laughs> tells you that it I was you. very rarely the adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> but you know uh, Kezia, what happened is so like Jordan was was quite a challenging lad and we had a lot of different stuff with them lads. Name. Yeah. It's the name, yeah. And, uh, but Kezia was just like an absolute sweetheart, like just like very easy going, easy kid. And uh, when she got like one of our like early report cards, she came home and loads of the kids had like opened them before their parents saw them. But Kezia, she's very like, you know, no, no, this is for, 
this is for mummy and daddy. So she brings it and she's like, her little face um, gives us it. And we open it and she's kind of there and you can tell she's a bit nervous. And it's just absolutely brilliant. You know, it's just like everything. She's excellent at everything. And the teachers put, you know, she's a joy to have in the class. You know, all that stuff. And I thought, oh, this is going to be hilarious. So I look at it. <laughs> and yeah, 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 yeah. I look at it. And in a really angry voice, I go, I have seen your report card. And it is absolutely brilliant, right? So in an angry voice, I'm telling her it was brilliant. She's only little, right? So she's looking at me and her head's just spinning. She's like, the voice is angry, but the words are lovely. And then she just bursts into tears and runs upstairs, slams her bedroom door. And I'll just never forget my wife just looking at me and going, fix it. (laughs) (laughs) And just that moment of walking up the stairs and thinking, I got that wrong. I got Mm. that absolutely and totally wrong. And uh, I like knocked on her door and then she's like, go away, leave me alone. And I'm like, oh, listen, Kezia. I says, "Um, you know, dad got that wrong. And I, I remember like saying to her, dad, I says, Kezia, I'm sorry. Dad got that wrong and I'm sorry. And it kind of stopped her in mid-track and it was like just this really great moment of her realising, oh, okay, you know, like it's not just like, oh, the kids always get it wrong Mm. and the dad's like this kind of like, or the parents are this kind of like godlike status. It's like, oh no, actually we get it wrong as well. And it's quite quite a nice thing to have that humility to be able to be like, and and my kids have taught me lo- loads of stuff, you know, like and and it's learning from them as well as having the joy of like teaching them. So it's cool. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, you've mentioned that before, haven't you? Where you said it's not about them thinking that we don't make mistakes, but you want Noah to see that when you do make a mistake, you own it. Yeah. And you learn from it. Yeah. And then we had like someone go, no, your kids should think you're a superhero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we respectfully disagreed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I'm with you guys. Because, I mean, I understand that. And it is that thing in it is when you do walk your daughter down the aisle and she's got a new superhero and he's at the bottom mm. of the aisle and you're like, oh, my goodness. But, you know, actually, the truth is, is if we want like our kids to continue in a, in, like, a healthy relationship with us, then we got to like be able to say, listen, I'm a flawed individual. I'm a bit messed up. I get it mm-hmm. right. I get it wrong. I'm trying my best. But actually, um, you know, even though I mess up sometimes, I'm still here. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I think that is a massive message. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's so difficult. Like the, the balance of parenting is it of like trying to like be a provider and make sure they've got everything they need, but also make sure they also have the challenges that, shape them and mold them as well mm, mm. i've got a bit probably a bit of a personal question oh, okay. if it's too personal we can cut it out um, <laughs> if you're still listening it's because i've either forgotten or <laughs> decided <laughs> it's not too personal <laughs> so i think my, my job is very similar to yours in that both in the church kind of realm 
like something that we think is like really important to do. And then on the same side, you've got family and home and being a dad and a husband, which is also really important. And we've talked a bit about before about like work-life balance. How do you get that right? I find that particularly difficult with my job because, it, and I imagine like police officers and doctors have the same thing because they've got to show up because people's lives depend on it. Mm. And like, there's a bit of that pressure going on in my mind for my job. So I've got to put the extra work in. And, you know, sometimes I work late or I have to travel. But then on the other side, I, my work also has to sacrifice for my family so I could be a good dad and be present, all that sort of thing. Is there anything that you've learned kind of along that journey of holding up the balance of being a good dad in the sense of being present, but also in that kind of teaching learning moment of some things do require sacrifice? Have you yeah. picked up any tips along I the know. way? It's a great, really great question. And it's just that word of balance, isn't it? Is is like, oh, because there are times when it is out of balance. Mm. And I think you've just got to be able to accept that. And you've just got to be able to say, do you know what? We're never going to have, you know, every single day is not going to be a perfect um, kind of template of like enough time with your kids and enough time at your work. There are going to be times where it's going to kind of like, sort of kind of ebb and flow. But I think it's good. I think like my kids understood that what I was doing was valuable. They sort of understood that like they owned a little bit of that and they were like, oh no, no, like we know what dad's doing is a good thing and it's helping people. Mm. And so that that was really, really great. But also it's that thing of just like saying, ah, uh, in your own head, sometimes you've just got to kind of say, I'm not going to people please here. I'm, I am going to actually just go home and just be dad to my mm. kids. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like try and like make people happy. I'm just going to say, do you know what? You know, I, and, and so I think it is continue in your head, just having those moments of saying, sometimes you just got to make the bold choice of just saying, nah, do you know what? I need to be like, a few years ago. So I used, summers were like crazy for me. And I used to get like nearly all, a load of my work came in the summer. And I did like eight weeks away from home, you know, like my, my, my family would come and join me on some of it, but there was a lot away from home. And then I just had one year where like, I thought, nah, do you know what? I am not going to do any away this summer. I'm going to go to France with my kids and my wife. And basically <clears throat> when I told my wife, I mean, that was a bit of a moment. And this is something for you to think about. I said, listen, Tamsin, I'm next year. We're going to go to France for the whole summer and I'm not going to take any work on. And we're just going to like swim in rivers with the kids. We're just going to like be on beaches. We're just going to have fun. She just totally burst into tears. And I did not see that coming. And she was just like, you have no idea what that means to me. Mm -hmm. And I would never have thought that she was, she didn't resent any of it. She wasn't given any signs that she was a bit near breaking point. or. But I just think kind of like subconsciously all the time she was thinking, oh, Mark's job is very important to him. And then when I had suddenly had that moment where I said, my job is important to me, but you know what? You're even more important. It was mm. this moment of like, wow. And we just had the most incredible, and people, we had, I had critics mm. on it because I had people say to me, you're turning down a lot of money. You're really going to suffer for that. And you know what? We never, we never suffered. And you know what? I, I, I would, so I would say to you, there are times when you've just got to say, nah, actually the family does come first. And mm. I really like, I'm, I'm going to, Maybe it will upset a few people, you know, because I did have critics on that one. People were like, this is a bad idea. You know, you're you're saying no to eight weeks of work. And I was like, yeah, I am. And it's a lot of money. 
And then I, I but I'm so glad I did because we've still now got like memories yeah. of, yeah. 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 I just saw one little memory that all these suddenly come to me is that we're in this river and it was like really weird weather and it, that it had been really hot but then it got really cloudy and uh, like I was in the river and the kids were there and, and people were like oh it looks like it's going to rain soon or whatever and my son and daughter were hit by the side of the water and I found like there was a dead fish in the water like quite a big one <laughs> so I got my flip flop and I held, <laughs> I held the fish up, right, into the air. And I just did this. I think Lion King was the big deal at that point, right? So I did that kind of, oh, the winger, you know, that kind of, that sound. And then just as I did that, there was this massive lightning that just went, <laughs> and the kids' faces were like, Dad is a god. It was like... <laughs> It was hilarious. My son was thinking, oh, my goodness. My dad owns. Exactly. He's held the fish up to the sky and the gods have replied. (laughs) It was like, wow. And I didn't didn't say, no, no, it just was coincidence. I was like, yes, you need to remember that. I wonder if your kids have ever tried to reenact that. (laughs) Just holding a fish up. So it's not, I've not quite got it yet. I've not. Not got my dad's powers. <laughs> <laughs> Just let them believe. Exactly. There's a difference it. between lying and withholding. Exactly. The truth. That is true. <laughs> uh-huh. I want to ask you a question, Mark. Cast your mind back. I want to say 15 years. Oh, okay. So I've seen you before. I've seen you perform. Do you perform in a church? Uh, I mean, let's say we do, yes. I think you perform. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it must have been, I'd say, I must say, 15 years. And you told a story about a hamster. Mmm. Mmm. And I think that's a brilliant story because I can remember it. Mm. Please, can you share oh, yeah. the oh, hamster story oh, oh. <laughs> with our listeners? Is it the one with Kezia, my daughter? Is it, was it that yeah. one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically... Oh, wait, um, wait, wait, hang on a second. Oh, wow. yeah. How many hamster stories have you got? <laughs> there's always... Everybody that... You everybody made it sound like there's the, more than yeah, one. There, there's always more than one hamster story. <laughs> I mean, no man. No man goes out the house <laughs> with only one hamster story. I'm not an animal. <laughs> um, so basically... I don't know where that came from. But uh, basically, when we had a hamster and our kid, like, Kezzy was little... Um, Kezzy was terrified of this hamster and we were trying to like help her to kind of like get confident with it. So Kezzy was really, really little and she basically put the hamster, I, I, <laughs> Tamsi put the hamster in her hand and the hamster started to run up her arm and Kezzy, like my daughter, just freaked out and she just threw her arm down and the hamster hit the ground and Kezzy in shrieking, like she stepped on the hamster. And so Tamlin just was like freaking out. So we had to drive this hamster to the vet. And, uh, <laughs> it was an absolute nightmare. And honestly, I promise you, the hamster got put on a little ventilating thing, the tubes, honestly, and everything. This lady just wants to say, I'm Scottish, right? The hamster cost us three quid. And this vet is costing us more than I was thinking that how much they go all out. <laughs> What's the call out fee for a vet for a hamster? It's like more than three quid. Anyway, um, he had it for two weeks. And then when we got back, he says, well, I've saved the hamster. So he'd saved it. But basically, this hamster's breathing. So it used to breathe. (laughs) And if you went down at night to get something from the fridge, just these little red eyes and this. (laughs) Honestly, Star Wars was a big deal at that time. And we were like. I am your father. <laughs> it's like, whoa! She's the hamster. 
he's like, wow. You have no money. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but it did cost me 50 quid. And I'm Scottish. 50 pounds? Yeah. Scottish? Yeah, I'm Scottish, so 50 quid. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a lot I'm going to say, you, you batter them in each <laughs> Wow. That is going to have to be edited out, surely. All the hamster lovers are going to be getting in touch. That is horrendous. I thought you battered and eaten. I mean, Scottish people are going to be phoning up. Listen, they're going to be in this. Face the wrath of the Scots. That's not a people group I want to upset. That you do not want to do that. That is funny. Have you got pets or is pets just, is, is that a... My, my wife is allergic to everything. Oh, okay. So she loves, she loves all animals, mm. but she looks like Rocky Balboa after oh, she's touched one. Oh, so that, so, no. yeah, that's cool. And what about you? Are you... We've got, got, I this mean, is going to yeah. make me sound very middle class right. and old. Mm. We've got a pond. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. There's so many questions. You do know a pond's not an animal, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's holding up my pond. <laughs> so we've, um, we bought this house last year. Right. Um, and the, the couple before, they put in a pond and they've got right. fish. Yeah. And so we were like... Don't want to be dealing with the fish. Did the fish come with the house? Yep. Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah wow. to pay extra. Yeah. It was um <laughs> so the fish are there, we said we'll we'll drain it. We'll drain the pond, we'll make it a sand pit. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Anyway, our little boy loves the fish. He right. loves feeding them, he loves throwing stones at them, he, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, when they start to die off one by one, we'll get rid of the pond. I bumped into the previous owner. Oh, and I said, uh, oh, how are you doing? He's like, yeah, he's a lovely man. Really yeah, yeah. nice guy. He said, how are you finding the pond? I was like, mm. great. <laughs> Thanks. He goes, have they started breeding yet? Oh, no. I said, what? <laughs> he said, the fish breed. You'll get more every year. <laughs> so, so we've lost one fish. We've, we've gained... <laughs> it's like, I, I, know it's, I know it's basic like biology, but that just, that just blew my mind. <laughs> I love that we're so whoa reprodu- reproduction. What is that? <laughs> but you never you never think that your your gold your pet goldfish are gonna nah, reproduce. You don't do you? Flip an egg. <laughs> You've got them for the rest of your life. So now I'm yeah. So yeah, yeah. to answer your question, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah I do got some fish. <laughs> that has made me happy. But I did want to ask you is um I guess like I wonder if it's still a bit too young for you guys to think about this, but you know when you think about your values and kind of like have an opportunity to communicate your values to your kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're probably like still thinking, I just want to get through a day without a nappy stuck to my face. <laughs> so, I'm not really that bothered about values. Oh, I just, I just want my fingernails to stay clean. That's all I care about. But no, it's interesting because. We really, like, we, so we are Christians, right? And we really wanted to kind of like that God was a really central part. We wanted it to be like a living relationship and stuff. And then it's like a really great challenge to think about. Well, that's a value that's really important to me. And like, I want my kids to know how important it is to me. Mm. And other than then just, you know, like every Sunday, like, you know, sticking them in the car and we're off to church, but like through the week. So we did this thing where we're like, no, no, we want like um, to have like this, like living relationship with God. So when the kids were really little, we got this prayer tent. So we've got this like indoor tent. 
And I think I'm a bit obsessed by Bonanza. <laughs> and a prayer Bonanza. This was not a fight Bonanza. This is a prayer Bonanza. And we were able to move this tent up to different rooms. We didn't do every room. There was no praying in the bathroom, but we did put it into like the loft and into the bedrooms and stuff. And then all of us would get in and it was like a really small kind of tent thing. And it was pretty too, it was too small, but that was all part of it. And then we would like pray. And each one of us had to have a shot of praying. And, you know, it's really fascinating that now, like, lots of years later, it's like, those are the kind of things where the kids are like, mm. that was like, oh, values that we held dear. We were able to communicate them to mm. our kids. And now we are seeing them, like, live those values out. And I think it's like, just having in mind, <clears throat> in amongst everything else that's going on, is like, oh, how can I communicate my values to my kid? How can I, like, let, 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 I want my child to know that this is really important to us and that this is kind of like, the, you know, it's kind of weird language, but, like, this is the culture of our family. This is how we do stuff, mm. you know. Our, we had a really strong laughing culture, so we wanted to, to round the dinner table, it's everyone's got a laugh. It's like it was more important to us to kind of be laughing than it was to, you know, some people it's like don't speak with your mouth full. That's like really important to them. We were like, no, if you're laughing, you can speak with your mouth full, it's fine. And I think it's just all that time having this thing in your mind is what is it you guys want to create? What is it you mm -hmm. want your kids to grow up thinking, ah, oh, that is really important to us? Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. a great question. No, absolutely. And I think it's something that I actually see quite often because especially when your kids are young, you're just scrambling to make it through. But as soon as they start to sleep a bit more, hopefully, <laughs> you, you start asking those questions of like, what do I want them to be? And that really does, in our house, that sparks conversations of like how we parent and like we brought in like a little prayer time before bed and like all those little routines. But even things of like resilience and mm. how we respond to certain situations and sure. allowing my two-year-old daughter to be more exposed to stuff like the world isn't perfect. Sure. Just to instill some of those, like those values. And mm. I think there's a lot of people kind of asking those questions now of how do we be a little bit more mindful about how do we raise our kids? Exactly. Because I mean, post- all of whatever happened in the last kind of three years, everyone's kind of gone, oh no. Yeah. But it's give us it's give us space to think. Yeah. And it's like, okay, <clears throat> let's actually think about this. And mm. some things that were important to me a few years ago are no longer that important. Uh, but actually some of the values that I have from my parents are, are still like exactly. getting me through life. A hundred percent. And it's funny how like you do suddenly like, oh, remember those moments when you're, dad did that thing with you or your mum did that mm. and it's like wow that this is what we're writing now you know we're like writing these moments and your kid's going to be one day being thinking oh yeah I do remember when dad did that and mm. it, not just being about so whatever your value mm. is making sure you really stick to it yeah yeah I think for me it's there's always that thing as well of I don't just want them to believe what I believe mm. I want them to believe what they believe Mm. and find that for themselves. Sure. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, yeah. I love, my dad's here now, he's decorating. <laughs> I, I love having little disagreements with my dad about faith and stuff. Mm. So it's not just, whatever you told me, I, yeah, you know, I'll regurgitate that. But it's actually, yeah, I've got those core beliefs, but I've also got my own beliefs. Yeah. And that's something that, Probably for the future, because our kids are a bit little. They're only, you know, one and a half and three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I bet you about Aristotle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to, like, read a little bit of Shakespeare to them before they go to sleep. But, yeah, that's that's something. For, I just want I want to give them that platform yeah. to uh, find their own faith. Sure. And their own 
you know, journey. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I even think about like my own relationship with my dad, like now, that's one of the things I value most of the the humility and going, you're welcome to challenge. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it just has to be this way there. It's Mm. It's a very weird feeling to have conversations with your parents who used to think were superheroes and now going, actually, tell me what you think. That's really bizarre. Yeah. That's something I want to replicate with my kids. Yeah. Maybe not now. Like she, my daughter's trying it too. Like, it's a bit too early. <laughs> just do what I say. Exactly. But like down the road, you know, I want that to be just yeah, yeah. very open in that sort of relationship. Is it okay for your kid to say, I mean, is it ever okay for a parent just to go, cause I said, so, or <laughs> oh is God. that, uh, yeah. you already yeah. Cause I, listen, cause I said and I so. Just, I just crumpled. <laughs> I think I remember sending you a video. I was walking. I was just like, because I said so. And I just thought, oh, yeah. you've gone there. He wasn't even like two at the time. Oh, wow. Gone early. Wow, you've gone very early on that. When you're 16, you'll have nothing left. You're like, oh, because I... I've played my hand. I've shown my cards. Absolutely, I'm. What The thing that comes to mind for me when we're talking about this is um, when I was in year two. Wow. wow. I was in purple class. Oh, okay. I had a debate with someone. His name was Ryan Bradley. Oh, wow. Let's hope he's not. Ryan, if you're out there. Shout out, Ryan. We're still in touch. (laughs) Good. (laughs) And um, he told me that his mum and dad made him. Right. I said, God made you. Right. He said, well, no, my mum and dad, I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) God made you. Yeah. I hadn't had that talk yet with my parents. So we we agreed. The, the teacher, Mrs. Parker, shout out Mrs. Parker, Purple Parker. If um, she stepped in and said, "Look, God created you," yeah, Ryan's mum and dad made him, <laughs> and that's how we settled the debate. I love that. But it was that like just regurgitating what yeah, my parents yeah. told me. God yeah. made you. He loved you, and that's what I was telling everybody. Yeah. Which is nice when you think about it well, like it that. Because let's be honest, no one wants to think that their mum and dad. Yeah. I was- <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's not was, go there. I was also spreading misinformation. <laughs> when, I, when I turned 14, I thought, oh, he was right this whole time. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, amazing. Mark, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, I've loved it. You guys are a blast. Yeah. Have you got any, for the listener, anywhere that people can watch some of your stuff? Or yeah. interact oh, with some of your, your you. comedy and that you, sort of stuff. If you go on markritchie.com, there's a whole load of my stuff there. And I'm doing a show at the moment called Mark Ritchie Too Close for Comfort, which um, is very much like people are enjoying that. So, um, yeah, I'm touring it around. I'm getting a chance to go to Australia and tour oh. it there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, life's good. Things are good. And uh, no, if you go on there, markritchie.com, it's good. Oh, amazing. Super. Mark, we always ask our guests for one nugget of wisdom <laughs> before they before they leave. Oh, Drop a nugget on I us. I mean, I'm trying to think. He's like, always wear like a cricket box before you <laughs> do a fight bonanza. <laughs> is that a good little, is that a golden nugget? Is, uh, a great one. <laughs> one for the mums. <laughs> I think just on that thing about the values, it's really good to kind of communicate your values in fun and creative ways, but mm. get it out there. This is what we are about and for, yeah. Superb. Mark, thank you so much for coming on. It's been fun. To Mark Ritchie. I, Jace, enjoyed that so much. Oh, that was, he was full of wisdom, wasn't he? Yeah. I know I said that before, but he actually was. Do you know what I actually love is seeing people like live out their dreams yeah. For him to be like, yeah. oh, I was a 15-year-old thinking one day I'll be on that stage. And for him to be doing it, 
Yeah, that is mad. And do you know what? This is t- I just remembered this. When I was 11, how many is that? 17 years ago, I saw Mark like speaking at a youth event. At, do you remember the, what is it? The, some of the greener in Birmingham? NEC. The NEC I arena. I was there. Were you there? Yeah. Oh. I wasn't 11. I was a bit older. There was a lot of people there. And I mm. remember being 11, watching him do his thing. And he's very good. He's, he's like one good. of the best communicators in that kind of sphere. And I remember going, oh, I want to want to do that one day. Or like communicate what I think is important, but in a normal way. Yeah. So he kind of inspired me in that way. Well, the fact I remember the hamster story from that yeah. event. <laughs> I want to say 2007. Somewhere along those regions. 2008, something yeah. like that. So yeah, it was, it was very good. I absolutely loved... Um, I don't know how you felt about this being a, a girl dad, but yeah. when he was talking about walking his daughter down the aisle, yeah. I just thought like, that's going to be such a, a bittersweet moment, yeah. I guess, like giving your girl away, but also like he worded it, you know, she's got a different superhero now. Oh, yeah, that hit me. And I was just like, yeah. oh my girl, like <laughs> she's only one and a half. But like, I just thought, oh, that, that must be, that must be a really weird moment. Yeah, and I think one thing I love, like he does a he does a podcast with his son, and like that's one thing not to do a podcast with my daughter when she's older, but just have that level of relationship where it's like we can we can hang out and we can still be really tight. Yeah, and that's something that I definitely like aim for in my life. Yeah, my yeah. kids just still like me. Yeah, <laughs> when they're older. <laughs> well, recently I um I had to win my son's affection back. Oh no, because I wasn't his best friend anymore, and he was telling me this. So I had oh, rubbing, the, rubbing it in. Yeah, yeah. He was just telling me flat out, like, "No, nah, you're not my friend anymore." I don't know what I did, but did something. And um, I had a day off, and uh, I was going to didn't tell my wife I had a day off. Oh, I had to use a day of annual leave. Yeah. So um, it just so happened that it fell on this day. I didn't plan it. There was no other day I could have taken. And uh, I took him to nursery, and they went, "Oh, he's not in today." Oh, you text me about this? Yep. I had it all planned out. I was going to go to the cinema. But then I thought, actually, I can win him back. So I took him to a trampoline park. And we took our kids to a trampoline park today. You can see a video on Instagram that I did. They had a great time. This was Monday. So if you want to go back and watch it, you can. Um, So me and him went to this trampoline park on our own. And um, he was bouncing. And he went, this makes me feel so happy. And I was like, it's working. (laughs) And then he, uh, he told me that he had the best day. And that I was the best daddy. So you're back in. I'm back in. We're best friends again. Oh, that's amazing. And I had to tell him off this morning. <laughs> and after after I went, are we still best friends? And he said, yeah. I was buzzing. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, thank you so much, Mark, again, for coming on the podcast. Oh, it was great. Really enjoyed that. Again, if you want to check out any of his stuff, he's got a bunch of videos on YouTube as well. Yep. Check him out. Mark Ritchie, not related to Richie Rich. No. Or Lionel Richie. Oh, that's a better that's a better reference. <laughs> Hello <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs>